It's playoff time even here in Phoenix, and that means big stakes and bigger promotions. Every day of basketball playoffs, DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. Yeah, you heard that right. 20 G's, baby. The best part, it's free to get your shot at these daily cash prizes. DraftKings will be offering two free-to-play pools every day of the NBA player playoffs, offering players a free shot at 20 G's in total prizes. DraftKings free-to-play free pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to the pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash and prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the day. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. It is the fan's best friend when it comes to daily fantasy sports. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN. That's promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pools pages to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Mission accomplished. The Phoenix Suns went to the Staples Center, Los Angeles, California, for Game 6 to take on the defending champion, Los Angeles Lakers, and they boat raced him, ladies and gentlemen. They boat raced him. Devin, Armani, Big Dick, fucking Booker boat raced the Los Angeles Lakers. Suns win. Hashtag beat LA. Mission accomplished. We have defeated the Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome to the Suns Jam Session and the Solar Panel Podcast. I'm joined by Matthew Lispy. I'm joined. Lispy. Lispy. He's a lisp. He's so excited. He's got a lisp now. I do have a lisp with his Invisalign. The Invisalign Lispy. I'm joined by Greg Esposito. I am so excited to spend this time not only with our Jamsters and our Flaming Ballers, but also with you two fine gentlemen. Suns win! Hell yeah! Oh my god. I don't even know how to feel right now. Look, we waited 11 years for this, right? Could it have been any better than what we got in that first round? There's, There's an injury. You feel like, oh crap, all the demons are still here. And then they win three in a row on the back end and they kick them in the teeth in the final two games. There is not anything better than the way that they won this. It was, I won't say it was worth the wait, but it was damn close to worth the wait for 11 years. And Devin Armani Booker, Armani mode in full effect in LA. He's no longer be legendary. He is legendary. He took care of it in Kobe's house. Let's go Phoenix. Well, let me see if I can get louder than anybody else in here. Sorry. <laughs> I live in an apartment, so I probably just woke everybody up. But, dude, honestly, oh, underdogs always, right? This whole series. I mean, nobody could pick this team, including me. I, I mean, until it was two minutes left, I was just like, dude, just pull it off. You have to be up by like 10 points at least. But I honestly... I was so nervous the whole time, right? This 20-point lead, the 15-point lead, it was just like, it seemed like a two- or three-point lead the whole game. <laughs> That's the way it seemed to me, but absolutely amazing, man. I just, 
I feel like I went to another level in life. Like I'm in like another dimension, kind of like an upper echelon in heaven right now. It feels good. Like I'm on cloud nine, man. Yeah, that's probably the the, the edibles, Matthew. I told you, you got to avoid edibles <laughs> oh, before I the podcast. The edibles. Okay, all right, cool. Well, we'll be drinking. I would some be beers. seeing three of you. <laughs> Just aim for the one in the middle, right, LeBron? Yeah. Right, LeBron, your heavy sho- <laughs> yeah. shoulders, yeah, exactly, your broad in shoulders. I mean, it's just, yeah, he, he took it in the one in the middle in, in the last three games of this series. He did. Oh, man. <laughs> Plenty to talk about on this edition of the Suns Jam sl- Session slash Solar Panel Podcast. Uh, if you are joining us live, whether it be on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, thank you. We truly appreciate it. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride during this series, and I'm excited because, you know, it's on to the next series, on to those Western Conference semifinals for your Phoenix Suns. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the thumbs up button and you subscribe. Uh, hit the little bell notification that will let you know whenever we go live, which is after every Suns game, and the season continues. So this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, we are going to be joined real quick uh, by Dave King. Dave, just say hi because I'm going through the housekeeping notes. Say hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Now go crazy. Now yell at us. Go like, yeah, please yell. <laughs> 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 I still don't have my voice from game five. It's been very awkward at work. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, you're going through the change. Huh? You sound yes. like me then normally. Well, yeah. I just got my Manscaped products in the mail today. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> don't trim it. Don't get too close or you might go up another octave. So. Yeah, hey! I trimmed off. <laughs> I trimmed something off I wasn't supposed to trim off. So. Oh, On yeah. that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to remind everybody to subscribe to the pod at Sun's Jam, at Sun's Solar Panel. I'm at Darth Voida. He's at Matthew Lissy. He's at Dave King NBA, and he's at Espo. Uh, if you got a beer, please crack them with us, Suns fans. Matthew, are you going to be drinking with me tonight? Please tell me. Yeah, yes. I got okay. I got two beers, and I don't want to disappoint Espo and Dave King tonight. But I'm going to stone cold these two guys outside really quick. Oh, I <laughs> dropped one. <laughs> the, this one beer. Don't forget. <laughs> All right, Invisalign. So I'm going to put myself on mute. And I'm going to. I'm going to do this outside, so just cut me off whenever it looks terrible. Is that right, why you're John? standing by a window? Yeah, that's yeah, why. Exactly. He, yeah. he, he, he In my tiny apartment. Outside. All Nothing right. says this great is... for the audio version of the show, like going on mute <laughs> and chugging two and beers. Let's go, Lizzie. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. This is going to be beautiful. All right, we'll start stone cold in them, okay? You, he's stone cold in beers. You can't. Uh, hear it if you're listening but if you are listening this is a reminder to subscribe to the bright side of the sun podcast network leave a five star review yeah i mean he there we go now it's no longer reflective now we are seeing chandler boulevard i think that's a i think that's a cop out oh invisalign's coming out ladies and gentlemen there we go he's gonna stone cold steve austin him yeah (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) Hey, what do you take one sip out of each can and then stop? <laughs> He's that? a rookie. He normally drinks vodka. So cheers, Suns fans. Let's talk about this series clenching win over the Los Angeles Lakers. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Come on, let me hear you say. And once again, the Suns 
did abide. Three straight victories to close out the Los Angeles Lakers after being down 2-1 to one in the series, headed to Los Angeles. They win game three. They win game four in fantastic fashion, and they win game five also in fantastic fashion. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, as Dave puts on the solar panel hat as we welcome right. Saul Bookman to the oh. podcast. Oh, man. How oh. are we all feeling, ladies and gentlemen? We feeling good? We feeling okay tonight? Oh. I haven't <sighs> felt this good in years, my friends. This is a, uh, this is special. Don't tell the message because I got, I got married and had a kid to in, in, in the all last eleven years. years. But yeah, this is this is better than all that. This has been, uh, this is fantastic. All right, our boys are back. Then that's all that matters. Your boys are about to be gone if you keep going on like this. I promise you that. <laughs> well, I don't know, my boys. They're on visitation rights. All right. <laughs> But the Suns are back. Let me make it clear. Coda so. Kid, man. He keeps calling you out, Dave. He said, we did it in eight. We did it five in eight. Wins. Five hey, look, wins. Man. We could win no, five in eight. Wait a minute. I said five wins in seven games. I am not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm not right, they but They should have won wrong. game two, so they kind of did get five wins. I want Dave, credit so. for that. <laughs> we'll give you your credit, Dave. Did you, you guys see me change in the background? No, no we didn't. God. Oh, no. damn it. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry, Matthew. No one saw you change. We did see you no sip a couple beers. <laughs> no, everyone was calling you a legend in the chat. I mean, they're oh, just okay. happy that you're actually drinking on the podcast. Just That's what I wanted. Back at the chat. That's more, it. Okay. okay. More stone old as he gets two sips <laughs> in and all the beers down. Stone, stone old. Stone please old. stop in. Oh man, thirteen point oh. victory. Although it never was really that close. Let's talk about Devin Armani Booker. Uh, you know, I normally save this for the back end of the podcast, but you know what? I'm starting right off the bat with the. Jam star of the game. Devin Armani Booker. Really? In the house that Kobe Bryant built. <laughs> went full, as Espo likes to say, Armani mode. Comes out absolutely crazy. 33 points in the first half. And just, you know. When, when the, the lights were at the brightest, the brightest they've ever been in his career, on the road in a closeout game, one of the hardest things to do, he just went absolutely apeshit. How great was it to see him just hit everything? Everything. I, I mean, wow. he the, the most three-pointers in his career tonight. You know, the, the Suns, 10 threes in the first quarter. I mean, they came out and picked up right where they did in game five and ultimately snatched the soul from the Lakers. Now, the Lakers are a team that is a defending NBA champion. And I, I kept, you know, kind of reminiscing about Independence Day when you have the president played by, oh, I forget who it is. Saul, you could probably Bill help Pullman. me out on that. Bill Pullman. Bill, Bill Pullman. Pullman. Thank you, Espo. Who says, he has a famous speech. He's like, we're going to live on. We're going to survive. Like, that's what the Lakers were trying to do in the third quarter. So in the first half, you had Devin Booker go crazy. In the second it's half, you had them fighting reference back. Since no, the... because they were trying to come back. They were doing everything. That, I mean, almost to the point of dirtiness. And then CP3 orchestrated a 10-0 run, and he, then that was ball. They were just he missing went, a He Randy went straight Clay. up the back end, just like they did in Independence Day, and he took care of business. Right? Exactly. As we say in we my generation, up your! <laughs> LeBron James, 14-1 and in the first round, and 0-1 and in his career against the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. You come Talk at the kick, you best not miss, and Booker went right between the eyes in that first half. And that, was, that was all they needed. Uh, career high in threes, by the way. You know, we've been talking about Booker topping out at six threes in a game. 
uh, for his whole career. He's been in the league for six full years. He's had six threes in a game more than a dozen times. I got to go back and look, but it's been, it's crazy how many times he stops at six. It doesn't matter how early he got to six. He would just stop at six and all these games until tonight. He made his seventh in the second quarter. He made his eighth in the, in the fourth quarter. And that he's a career high eight threes, eight, eight out of 10. Has Booker ever shot 80% from three? I don't know if that's, I didn't know no. he could do that. Next year he'll be shooting that. 45 now, right? That's so, a lot of confidence going into next year. I mean, the season's not over, but I'm just saying. Listen, go somewhere else with your rookie well, he, ass playoff move. Let's go, man. Set no, up your the game. Rookie, we still got the, the playoffs, Nuggets coming up, man. I know, but, I mean, it's just enough for next year, though. He looks back at this game. He's like, this state is known for next year. Like, I went to the University of Next Year at. Arizona, it's always about next year. That's hey, true. Live in the now. Right now is what we're talking about. Devin Booker was a boss tonight. He was so unbelievable. I, I can't even say enough good things about Devin Booker. I've been, I was, I was kind of, I wouldn't say hard on Devin Booker, but I, I would say you I wasn't going, I wasn't, I wasn't drinking all the juice like a lot of other people mm -hmm. were because I wanted to see him perform in the playoffs. And even though he had 34 in game one, I still wanted a little yeah. bit more. The yeah. last two games. He was the best player in the NBA. Period. Not even close. So I can you uh, pull a clip? Can you, can you pull a clip of when you guys were questioning Devin Booker and I had to defend his ass one Saturday hey. morning? I want that whole clip to play over yeah, and play, over. Play the whole clip. Play the whole. Clip. I want I said it. I want to see. I want to see him do it in the playoffs, and he and did. It in the playoffs. It. And that's what he did. There's hey, nothing yeah. wrong with that. No yeah, one. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, nothing you wrong with challenging. For I also, game. I also was the one that said I wanted to play the Lakers in the very first round. Yeah, yeah, I, I because understand. Because of this very example, the the injuries, the lack of uh, chemistry for the Lakers, the whole nine yards, it all came to fruition, especially in the last two games. Yeah. The Lakers fell apart. LeBron gave up curtains. You're also the guy who said you'd pick two other guys over Devin Booker uh, when it come came to uh, playoff guys. What was that, Jamal Murray and uh, yeah. and who else? How was many that? points has Jamal what, Murray what, scored this playoff? What was the reason why? What was the reason? Why? <laughs> because you hadn't seen him do it in the playoffs. Thank you. Oh, just right. hard time, my friend. Thank you. How many points has Jamal scored? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many points did he score last year? <laughs> I mean, let that there was last be year. peace on earth and let it be hey, with me. Look, so Devin Booker <laughs> scores 47 points tonight, okay? He ends this series averaging 29.6 points. Uh, again, really showed up when this team needed him to. And, and as you know, we, we, we've, we're we talking about past squabbles. We should be appreciating what we saw tonight, what we've seen this series. We'll talk about Denver here in a bit. But I'm not scared of Denver like I was of the Los Angeles Lakers coming in. Now, granted, they were hampered in the series, and Anthony Davis surprisingly got the go tonight. What did you guys think of of you know the the doctor saying, "Well, they can't, he can't hurt it more than he ultimately can." And and what do you think of the Suns making the adjustment, saying, "Okay, AD clearly looks hampered out here. He was playing at the top of the key, passing the ball every time it was given to him, and they decided to attack him on defense, and that's ultimately what led him to." Uh, exit the game with about five minutes in, into the game. What do you guys Frank, think of uh, AD Frank, playing? Frank Vogel did his. He was the best player on the Suns this series. He completely <laughs> screwed the Lakers. He really did. I can't believe Montrez Harrell and and even EJ pointed it out that he didn't play more because when he was in the game for those few minutes, he was he was effective. He had a lot of energy and he was like the only Laker with energy. But for yeah. whatever reason, he must have like 
Montrez Harrell must have like killed his dog or something like that because something bad happened for him not to be able to play. Frank Vogel was awful in this series. Got out coached hey, look, every Montrez, step of the way. Montrez did have energy. I totally I'm with you Saul on that. He did have energy out there, but uh, the box score, 1 for 4, no defensive rebounds, minus 16. Maybe me, he wasn't as effective as he looked like he was. Who gives a crap about Montrez Harrell? That was not <laughs> going to be the difference in this series. All right? And you know what? It, Props to Charles Barkley, who I think helped out the Suns in this series by calling Anthony Street Clothes Davis. I think that got under Anthony Davis's <laughs> skin, and that's why he forced his way into, into going in this game. And those first Street five minutes when he was on the floor is what dictated how this game was going to play out. And the Suns played it smart. They went right at him on when he was on defense uh, and Devin hit the knockout blow when he took it to the rim. He didn't make that shot, but he made it pretty clear that Anthony Davis wasn't going to be able to go the rest of the way. That's exactly what the Suns had to do. It, it was one of those turns where we saw the Suns kind of have that, that lack of a dip in energy when Chris Paul went down. Well, I think that was when the Lakers went, I, I don't think this is going to go our way. And, and that's when that run started for the Suns and, I, heck, heck of a move by the Suns to attack him right away. I mean, it's not rocket science. Yeah. You go after the guy that's injured, but it, it, they did it and it worked. And uh, heck, it it carried over throughout the game. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Like he was even coming off the bench to start the game. He looked like he didn't want to be there. Like he just just mentally, he was just like, "I'm gonna try my best, but absolutely, I'm not right. gonna make it to the first quarter." So it was okay for him to start. But it's so weird because. CP3 to play makes sense, right? He's a guy who's older, trying to go after his first championship. This is maybe the best shot he's had in a while with this team, and he's going to play. But Anthony Davis is like, they just won last year, and I know his injury is probably not going to linger till next year, but like, what are you going to do with the next playoff round? Even if you beat the Suns, you're going to keep resting and getting hurt, falling on the ground, all that bullshit. No one wants to see that, so I'm glad, of course, he got hurt and was out the rest of the game because it's just like, don't force it and hurt yourself even more. I still like Anthony Davis as a player. Of course, I hate the Lakers, but like, don't ruin his career by just forcing him to play a meaningless game. You're not going to win the series or even go to the championship with the injuries they have. So I think it was smart for him to, I don't know if he faked it or not, but you can tell he was actually really hurting and yeah, he couldn't go on any longer. So it was hey, good that he actually left. Go ahead, Dave. Can I ask a favor? Can we start talking about the Phoenix Suns? So the this Phoenix feels Suns, like a lot the like Phoenix a Lakers Suns podcast. Well, you know no, my, my, that, you know my that was just part? my first question. My, my favorite part of this this whole podcast so far is that Dave's like, "Hey, can we pull up that video of Saul dogging Devin Booker?" Like we have no, some production. My favorite team part in the back. is me saying, "Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns." We're 17 minutes into a Suns hey, podcast intern. after they won the All first right, so round. So here you go, Dave. Intern, here you pull go. Pull up that video, intern. Gotcha. Here, here you go. Okay. There's one thing that um, I mentioned yesterday on a piece on Bright Side of the Sun. So if you haven't been to Bright Side of the Sun, stop by Bright Side of the Sun and read Bright Side of the Sun.com. But so many people have been focusing on what the Lakers have done wrong this series. Let's talk about what the Suns have done right. Everything. The Suns, the, everything defense, mm -hmm. tenacity, teamwork, the ability to stop runs. I think that was. The most important thing about this game was their ability to stop runs. Campaign in this game was not pleasurable to watch. He was one for eight from the field, but 
he was four for four from the free throw line. And those free throws came in the third quarter when the Lakers were starting to push the pace, when LeBron was starting to try to drive to the basket and impose his will. Campaign did the same on the other end. Their ability as a team to come together and do all the little things right, if you do those little things right, the big things take care of themselves. Well, guess what? The big thing is four to two over the Lakers. We don't have to worry about a game seven. Uh, shout out to So Says Jay, the you know from Fanning the Flames. Justin bought tickets to go see somebody I forget on Saturday night at seven. And guess what? He knew it because the Suns weren't going to be playing at that time. The Suns did all those things that they needed to do. I think and, it was Alanis Morissette, yeah. right? Probably, probably. Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? Cummings, all right. He's going to yeah, Whitney, Whitney Cummings. Cummings. That's oh, right. Whitney, oh, Whitney okay. Cummings, co comedian. 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 But again, the, the thing that the Suns did right in this series was everything that they did right all season long. They were a team in every aspect of the word. They played team defense. They played team offense. They, you know, executed when they needed to. And it's just the, the way that this series ended was poetic. Going to L.A. and just putting our foot on their throat having, and having Devin Booker do it. The guy, the empty stats guy, the guy who's an all-star twice be, because he uh, – you know, was uh, because of injuries. You know, he wasn't voted to all star teams. You know, all, all these national pundits who I think who 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 said it to John Bloom. John Bloom tweeted out something about Dem Booker and Adam Shine's like, oh yeah, I've been a fan the whole time. It's like, yeah, everybody all of a sudden's a fan of Dem Booker. And you know what? Good. Welcome to the Devin Booker bandwagon. Welcome to the Suns bandwagon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. Purple and orange. That's what we bleed here. You know what? I, I'll say this. I stumbled over my words before the series started because I said something about styles, right? And how the Suns like to slow it down, but they need to speed it up, right? It's roughly what I said because I, I kind of fumbled. But the style that that the Suns needed to play was whatever style they, they thought was going to be most effective against this Lakers team. And we saw them get out and run and run and run. And guys like Cam Payne and guys like Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson that kept that flow going – um, you know, it really just wore the Lakers down. And, I mean, the last two games, I mean, you look at the score. If if the Suns were playing at home this time around in this game, it would have been a 40-point win just because oh, yeah. the Lakers had no juice. And so, I mean, the Suns – Monty Williams did a great job adjusting and really figuring that out as the series went along. And once we got to game five, really, it, it was basically over. Uh, I give it to the Suns fans too, man. Yeah. The atmosphere in yeah. those home yeah. games gave that team <laughs> – something that I don't think they expected. And part of that was because they didn't have that many fans in the building until the playoffs started. But that that's really Devin Booker's first experience with true Suns fandom, right? That's the first time he was introduced to how much this city loves this damn team. And I think that, that what they fed on in game five at home carried over into tonight that they still felt that energy from that group. And I give Suns fans a huge amount of credit for stepping up and, and not only not letting Lakers fans get tickets in that building, but then showing out too when they got in there. We're going to have to really get rid of all those Denver fans coming in. Who? <laughs> okay. uh, hey, there's a comment in here that I guess Charles Barkley said on TNT that this Suns team would not have beaten a, a healthy Laker team. But – I would it would frustrate the heck out of me. No, Matthew, you're nodding. Yeah, who cares? What frustrates the heck out of me is that we're not we're not saying a healthy Suns team versus a healthy Lakers yep, team. Yep, Everyone's yep. just accepting the Chris Paul injury, but then excusing the Anthony Davis injury. Yeah, that's yep. BS. Chris Paul was a shadow cares? of himself this entire time. Well, they, they that's what we're going to hear though. Them. 
Espo. Oh, we're going to hear the national media saying that first round was fake. Yeah, and well, we're going to hear we're going to hear that LeBron me. had an ankle that was hanging on by one one <laughs> tendon and was like Grant Hills <laughs> when he had to leave when he had to sit out all those years, but he powered through it. I do don't you, give a crap. Do you the think Suns that got he, what was important? Do you think exactly. he's in the post game right now with a boot on? No. He probably oh, he probably you know, had like crutches on, walking in. Yeah, no. there you go. He'll there probably have a shoulder thing on. Forgot. He probably he has like six six or seven orphans with him right now. You know, just <laughs> hanging out. He's like, oh, I gotta take care of these guys. All right. I'm Did you know? <laughs> Look at Saul's face. <laughs> Saul's face is worth the price of admission. That, that's called the lissy. Where your head is at these times. But the thing is with the Suns in this game, dude, they were doubted no matter what. Like, even with the injuries they had, the Lakers had, they were still doubted. I mean, I was listening to the Ringer, the NBA podcast. They were like, yeah, 60% chance the Suns win this series. It's like, what? With the injuries that the Lakers have right now and how the Suns have looked, even with Chris Ball's injury, 60%. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense, but no one really believed in this team anyways. So, well, and you them. know, the, the Suns have continuity. And, uh, you know, the Laker team is a team that couldn't develop continuity this season. They were less than what they were last year, given the sum of their parts. They dished off some people. They didn't have the opportunity to play together. And the Suns truly adjusted over the series. Because you think about it, you think back to the first four games of the series, and we were all you know, praising the, the efforts of DeAndre Ayton. And the Lakers adjusted. They're like, okay, we're going to try to push DeAndre Ayton around a little bit. We're not going to let him get the easier rebounds. Uh, and the Suns adjusted accordingly. They're like, okay, we will be a guard-based team now. We've let the big man carry us a little bit. Now it's time for the guards to do it. And that's what they did these last three games or two games. I say you, I say, you know, I mean, in the next series, it's going to be even funner, I think, because now you have DA against Jokic. And he plays well against him. He, he does. He does play well against him. You know, you have Devin Booker, you have Aaron Gordon. I mean, you have a, a list of stars, despite the fact that Jamal Murray's not playing. Um, Denver is still a very, very good team. And I, and I know you said that the Lakers are are a better team if they're healthy. I disagree. I think the I think the Nuggets were would have beaten the Lakers easily uh, had the Lakers found a way to get past the Suns. So the Suns have their hands full. It's going to be freaking fun as hell to watch. Um, but in this game, particularly going back to it, I just I love the composure that the Suns showed, especially in the fourth quarter. It looked a little dicey there for a second. I think Suns fans were like, "Oh, not this again." Uh, but Again, CP3 found it. He found it. I don't know how he found it. He found some magic juice in that shoulder just to get like three more shots out of it, and he hit them all. Um, even the threes, just the fact that he could shoot those threes, I don't care that he missed. He showed the Lakers, like, I can shoot this. And uh, it just – it's the closer that we needed. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Chris Paul is like that blanket when you're a kid that that is like that thing that just calms you down no matter what's going on, right? Very he, true. He, he came in in the fourth, and while things started to feel like, uh, maybe this is getting a little closer than we want, three assists to guys to hit big shots, getting in the lane, hitting a, a midi himself, like that, he took care of it. Like, uh, I'm, I'm a nervous wreck during this stuff because – you know, I have flashbacks to just uh, basketball trauma of the past, right? Every time anything like this starts to happen, I go, ah, it's going to, it's all going to fall <laughs> apart because I'm psychotic. All right. Which is on display on this podcast a lot, but, uh, but Chris Paul, when he came in, I went, Oh, with, when that happened with about six minutes, I'm like, they got this, you know, like, and, and that's not a feeling I usually have. So uh, I thank you, Chris Paul for, for being somebody that not only calms the team down, but uh, calms some of the more neurotic fans down as well. 
I also want to give big credit to Cam Johnson. So uh, he's one of the young guys who had not had a great series up until now. Tonight, 10 points. He took a couple of hard hits, on hard fouls driving to the rim, uh, two of three from the field, made all his free throws, four rebounds, couple assists, couple steals. Man, that guy was everywhere in a role, you know, in a role-playing uh, situation. Mikel Bridges was really good tonight, too. Uh, he just didn't make all his threes. He missed five out of six. But man, those guys, those guys, it was really, really good to see those guys. But Dave, don't you think he, Mikel, you know, I don't know why, but Mikel in the fourth quarter shooting a three, I don't get nervous about it. I'm like, I'd that rather him three, shoot yeah. that. And he hit that one three in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was like you knew he was going to make that one before he even shot it. And it was just like, man, there's something about that kid that I'm just like, man, I, I feel really confident about Mikel Bridges. In the fourth quarter, love yeah, that. He hit, that. He hit that three, got a block, and that was that was a yeah. big turn. Not right he's not afraid of the moment at all. No. He's just no, like you know what? I'm here. I'm a role player. Yep. This is what I do. Boom. What about Jay Crowder? The guy was was the you know was the whipping boy in the in the first yeah. part of this series. Everybody just complaining about him. He came through huge in this back half, especially in this game. Kept connecting from deep, and, and that was a huge yeah. reason that they kept the kept Six the threes, two blocks. Eight rebounds, a steal. Yeah, that guy. And that Jake Crowder, two technical fouls. Yes. He, did you do the salsa dance? I think I missed that because I was setting up. And, you know, <laughs> uh, I think I know I EJ, EJ talked about the first three minutes of the second half being the most important. You got to come out and don't let, don't give him any life, right? But the way Jay Crowder came out and started the game, I mm -hmm. felt like told the Suns, like, yeah, we're here to win this game. And everybody kind of fed off of that for the rest of that mm -hmm. half, really. Um, I thought he, he did a great job setting the tempo. Well, and he was open because that the game plan was, all right, we'll try to double-team Book. We'll try to double-team Chris Paul. And on all the right. first few possessions, when they rotated around following those collapses, there was Jay standing wide open at the ball. And you know what? When he knocks those downs, like you, you can feel it. As a Suns fan, you can feel it. When Jay hits his first couple shots, I know there's like Bridges Law out there on Twitter, but Jay's Law, it's it's a, a more of a confident feel. You know, going back to Mikhail Bridges, the way that he, you know, we used to not have confidence. He used to have that giddy up in his jump shot when he was a rookie and the way that he's developed and mm -hmm. he personifies the hustle of this team. I mean, there was one play early in the game where there was three Lakers and he had an offensive rebound and a putback that was just, you know, it, it just, the, the team feeds off the energy. You know, you look at the energy guys, it's low key Mikhail Bridges and, and high key, if you will, uh, campaign. I mean, the way that they bring it night in and night out, the rest of the team Dick, it, they dictate that pace and that energy. And when yeah. Mikhail had that block late in the game, I mean, just in its totality yeah. between those guys, you know, and Espo always says it, you know, as, as the, the Suns will go as both Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson go, you look at tonight's performance by both of them. Bridges had the 10 points. Cameron Johnson had the 10 points. But you know what? They both were bodying up LeBron and trying to take his blows. You know, LeBron ended with 29 mm -hmm. points on 26 shots and three for 10 from deep, you know? Seeing Cam Johnson take on LeBron James, that's our te that that that's our what eleventh pick last year that everyone booed. You know, seeing right. Mikhail Bridges. I mean, I mean, you look at the core of this team, and I was talking about this with somebody today. I'm like, the core of this team, outside of Chris Paul, is all guys that we've pretty much drafted in some fantastic role players, and it makes you so excited as a Suns fan to see a team develop into a team that is the two seed who just dethroned the the defending champs and sent LeBron home packing in the first round.
So now he's surrounded by 17 orphans. My favorite part. Something, <laughs> I'm going to say something awful that nobody's going to like, but oh, uh, you, know, you know the guy oh, who God. drafted three out of those four of those guys? Yeah. Right. I was Ryan talking about last night. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, the trial for Ryan McDonough continues. Should we build him a statue? Or what, my man? favorite part of the night is watching Lakers fans be sad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sad <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my boy Justin Spears, who's depressed as all hell tonight. <laughs> that's all right he's still half drunk off all the champagne he drank when they won in yeah. the bubble, so. and i was surprised lebron came back in with five minutes left i thought he would have been in the locker room by then but he came back in no. hey, he's just saving it up for game seven right? <laughs> oh yeah he'll be there right he'll be here in phoenix saving it for getting treatment for game seven hey let's talk about denver a little bit the suns are going to play on, denver real, real quick just oh. I, before we go to denver i want to hit us with a oh, little yeah. uh do it baby do hold it hold on hold on do it come on now Watch 2021. We can't like not do eight and watch, Dave. So <laughs> this segment cool. is brought to you by Just Sports. If you enter promo code code SunsJam while checking out, you get fifty percent off your purchase. 50? 15? 15. 15. Oh, damn. Oh, wow. I'm going to go down there right now. <laughs> Once They're again, it away? Sun's Jam. Sun's Jam says you clearly out. said 50%. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, you know, again, DeAndre Ayton, not the greatest night statistically. Eight points, two for two from the line, but only four shots. He had three rebounds, one assist. I just want to give a shout out to DeAndre Ayton in this series. He was absolutely yes. fantastic. The last two games, I think he averaged eight points. He had he had eight in both games, but it doesn't matter. His impact uh, is on the defensive okay. end. We've been saying it all year long. And, you know, for the for the people who didn't respect him all year long, you're seeing he was cultivating his talent. He came through offensively when we needed him to, to. When the Lakers allowed him in those first couple games, they're like, okay, we're not going to focus yeah. on him as much. We're going to throw these double teams. The Suns took advantage. Shout out to, to Aiton Watch 2021 and DeAndre Aiton and his performance in this series. Can we just agree, though, that DeAndre Aiton knows – when it's time to step on the stage, and man, they were they were up thirty in the first half two days ago, and up twenty nine in the first half in this game. Aiton's like, okay, it's I can I can chill, you know. Like he really said, he was the he's he, uh, there's only three other guys in the history of playoff basketball that had more points and rebounds in their first four playoff games than DeAndre Aiden, and they're all in the Hall of Fame. So DeAndre Aiden was great when the when the series was in the balance and necessary, and he coasted the last couple of games. I, I can't wait to see him against Nikola Jokic. The only, thing, the, the only thing I would like to see is that the Suns give him a little bit more when when the yeah. things when when stuff is rocking. Yeah. You know, I tweeted that out. I was like, feed DA, feed DA. When nobody's making shots and things are kind of going haywire, feed DA. See what he can do down low. Maybe get some more foul trouble. Get to the free throw line a little bit earlier. Like that's the one critique I would have about the Suns, and that they didn't they don't really do um, a lot when when the boat is rocking. Look and. It you could see DeAndre Ayton's impact defensively when they pulled him and LeBron just started dominating mm -hmm. down low, right? In the third quarter. And the second that, that Ayton came back in, that stopped. That stopped. Yeah. That's his impact. I, he's mm -hmm. been, he was great offensively early in the series, but he knew the bread and butter, like he knew all year, was defending that paint. And he did that spectacularly throughout this series. Yeah, but by the way, uh, go ahead, Lissy. No, go ahead. I was you just did the by the way. Go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, has a. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> has Dario been on a smoke break the entire series? <laughs> oh, yes. No, this has been the... The Sarich smoke break. Yeah, Dario was on a smoke break the entire fucking series. He was hanging out by your local Circle K. If you go around back, he doesn't hang out front. It's too bright up there. The, the, those bright neon lights with the fluorescent. Uh, a lot of bugs are attracted to that, like little mosquitoes and such. So he's actually around the corner by the dumpster lighting refries. For those of you who don't know what a refry is, it's when you walk by an ashtray and you pick up used Marlboro lights and Dude. you smoke them there because you can't afford them. I thought That's the, where I thought the neon lights reminded him of the bright lights of the playoffs and he, what just, kind of, he shrinks from them. Oh, what, what, kind of, oh, what kind of cigarettes does he smoke? Are they menthols? or? I don't know. No, no, no. He probably smokes like Chesterfields without a filter. Like He's a no-filter guy for sure. No-filter? They need to give him like a time machine to go back to the 30s and sponsored like wasn't that when the cigarettes were like the best in the 30s or 40s <laughs> no it was like after world war one when they had the lucky no, strike yeah, that's, 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 when, that's, when doctor, era. that's when doctors recommended that you smoke yes that's so he should go time machine, man. <laughs> did such a great job promoting those lucky strikes that like everybody's like oh it's like i like to have cheerios with milk and a cigarette so, yeah, there you uh, go. i think break. i think dario's mustache acts as the filter so it's all right so there you go. That is brought to you by Just Sports. Remember, Suns Jam at checkout, 15% off, yada, yada, yada. Before 15. we get to the Denver, 15, 1, 5. I, gotta, I, I should have said like 16. No, I should have said 12. <laughs> I wanted 22 for DeAndre Ayton for Ayton Watch, but they said no. Um, I, real quick, before we get to Denver, I did want to bring up Lucky 13. This is the 13th time that we've played the Los Angeles Lakers, and we have one now. So we're 8 and 5 against them. So again, that, that number 13 keeps kind of coming up. Steve Nash was 13. Chris Paul is number three. Devin Booker's number one. One, three, 13. So 13 might be, you know, we, we have Sean what? Marion and we, we, was, we have was 12 victories so to go. 13. There you go. Yeah. Sean Marion backwards. But we have 12 victories to go. I wish we had 13, but we had that the other day. But there you go. Lucky 13. The Suns beat the Lakers by 13 tonight. Think no about that. here. That, that that yeah seriously no triskaidekaphobia and that was definitely a uh, Thanks, Daddy. brought to you by yeah John. I give that to you <laughs> so let's talk about Denver okay now definitely don't get me wrong we're gonna celebrate the fact that the Suns beat the Lakers but you know what that's we have won the NBA Finals ladies and gentlemen we've got twelve more games to win before we win a championship and it's time to look forward to the team that beat the Portland Trailblazers tonight led by the the guy who's most likely going to walk home with the hardware of MVP, Nikola Jokic. Uh, what are you guys thinking when you look at the Denver Nuggets and how they match up against the Suns, a team that beat the Suns two out of three times this season, although one was without Devin Booker and the other one was bullshit because there was a travel call <laughs> and, that wasn't called on Jamal Murray. That set the game to overtime. That one. And one yeah. was in double overtime. Yeah. So. Yes. So look, what are we thinking? I haven't had time to think about that. I've been yeah, too worried about I the need study. Matthew, so Matthew, what Matthew tell me about next be in my season. library. Huh? Okay. Tell me about next, next season, season? Matthew. Oh, yeah. I'm not thinking about next season at all. Oh, I thought you were. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you what Booker is going to say next year when they ask him, hey, how come you're shooting 45% now? He's like, oh, it started in the Lakers series, dude. That's what happened. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Denver. Now, you're Look. just like my dad, so just always saw. Always disappointed. Always always I can see that. I think Saul's actually old enough to be your father, too. So. Oh, I, I, I don't think so there, Espo. <laughs> you look older than I do. What are you talking about? <laughs> and let it begin with me. Dave, Nuggets, go. 
All right, Denver. Yes. So without Jamal Murray there, uh, they are a little bit uh, less powerful, less uh, less threatening, I think. And you've got Nikola Jokic, who DeAndre Ayton defends pretty well, which we've mentioned a couple of times. And um, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is their other scorer. And I just feel like Mikel Bridges and Torrey Craig can do pretty well on that guy. And then Jay Crowder, I think, could actually be – I don't know, maybe a little bit of a backup center for uh, um, behind Aiton because of Jokic's girth. I don't know. What do you guys think as far as backup center when, when uh, Aiton's not I think playing? Dario can play, right? Am I wrong there? That's tough, no. I don't don't know. Who's the backup five? The Suns? No, what? the fucking Nuggets. Oh, The Nuggets I backup study five? Them, yeah. It's at uh, Jermichael Green. Okay, so Dario can match up against Jermichael Green better than he could the front line of the Los Angeles Lakers, correct? Yeah. Do you go back to him, though? Yeah, Do you go absolutely. back to him? Or absolutely. Keep it's a seven-game series. It doesn't work. Like, again, just like when you started Frank and all of a sudden you went on this weird run, they bring in Frank and they win four or five, I believe, it was playing Frank in this <laughs> But season. they still went back to of, Dario. Three or four. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I, I I just I don't understand. Give Tory Craig more minutes if you're gonna if you're gonna try to give somebody more minutes. I don't understand the fascination with Dario Saric. Uh, he hasn't had it. He hasn't had it really since the bubble. There were a few brief. He hasn't had it since year. he first came back in the season at the beginning yeah. of the season. That was it. So Against like Sixers, I'm just that one game. Yeah. I just I don't. I, I don't understand oh, the fascination. Dario had a better season. I, I, don't get me I'm, wrong. He had he had a he had a very long stretch of shittiness. I, I know am, I, it's very well documented by myself on Bright Side. But he was at a point playing to a level where I thought he could be eligible for the Sixth Man of the Year, and then he fell yeah. off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, deep off a cliff. I I will say in this series, I'm kind of I wouldn't say terrified, but I'm I'm scared of MPJ. Um, yeah. He scored 22 yeah. points in the first quarter. We haven't seen them with MPJ playing the way that he's playing right now. We just haven't. So that's – I know Mikhail's a, a good defensive player and Cam Johnson's a good defensive player, but, man, he he's the one that scares me a little – honestly, more than than uh, Jamal Murray just because of his length and his size. But um, well, he's, hey, a, he he's the matchup problem. We have he wing defenders. The, the, the Trailblazers were the second-worst team on defense this year, so we really can't look at anything the Trailblazers did – and use it as a blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we really True. can't. No. You know, I mean, the, the Nuggets are a, a good offensive team. They're a decent defensive team, but we have wing depth. And again, I think Dario is playable in the series. I absolutely do. I think you give him a chance I, I because you're going to need somebody, the, the great connector, as uh, Monty Williams likes to say. Yeah. What's going what's gonna to beat this team is the ability to move the ball, right, Matthew? Yeah, Monty's going to play him. He loves Dario, and he's going to get some minutes, of course, but he probably won't be as effective. Denver Nuggets... Like the Lakers, when we played the Lakers this series, at the beginning of the series, like, yeah, I hope one of them are injured. I don't really care. I'm not as scared of the of the Denver Nuggets as the Lakers. I'm really not. I know Jokic is the MVP, but to me, they seem more beatable. And even with yeah. Jamal Murray, even if he was there, I just think that's a guy that you know can get hot and streaky, of course, in the bubble playoffs like last year. But he's not a guy that. I, you know, you're not going to choose him over Booker, right? You're not going to choose. So they kind of cancel each other out. Jokic and Aiden, the way Aiden plays against Jokic, they cancel each other out. So then you're going death. You're going bench, three-point shooting. I know they have, what's his name that just filled in for Murray? That's really hitting some nice shots for them. I forgot uh, his name. The, Euro, the, Euro, uh, the guy from the Which Euro one? League. Will Barton? Or, uh... I forgot. I'm sorry. I just, I haven't really looked at them yet. Right. You know, I only watched well, like I, one playoff. Monty so Morris has been playing really Monty well. Monty Morris. Yeah, yeah, that's who it is. 
And I mean, the Suns' depth, just like tonight, man, they had the three-point game they needed to beat the Lakers. They Come, 50, 51%. 51%. So I'm going with the Suns' depth on this because everything else really cancels each other out. Look, I, I I agree. I think it's going to come down to depth, but I think Torrey Craig is going to play a big big part in this series. He knows that team. Having been, been part of that team, he knows, knows yeah. their system. He's got beef. Like, I, I think he could be could be a key cog. Now he's not going to be the guy that drops 20, uh, you know, a night or anything, but I, I think he's going to do little things that have a major impact on this series. And then Devin Booker will punk Austin rivers at some point in this series. <laughs> and I am there for that. Oh, I am there for that. Austin I can't believe be Austin rivers was a difference maker in that Portland. It's, that's series. how bad that, Portland is though. That's how bad Portland's defense is. I guess. What do you think? It's all. <laughs> I I actually just I just think this game I think this series is going to go seven. That's my that's a, my initial gut reaction. I feel like Denver. I, I feel like maybe to a degree you guys might be underplaying Denver a bit. And uh, Denver to me has always been that team. Them and the Lake uh, Clippers have always been the two teams that I've been the most scared to play in the playoffs um, because I knew that the Lakers might have issues with their chemistry and injuries and blah blah blah. So um, I'm I think it's going to be a fun series. I think it's going to be the funnest second round series to watch by far. Yeah. Maybe the Nets and the Bucks just because yeah, no, that's that's, that's no, two that's incredible teams. Yeah, yeah. But, so I think but, you're right though. They've got they're big. They've got size. Plus, you can't discount the fact that you're going to play have to play at mile high elevation, true, which, which yeah. takes a toll two on teams which depth will be important from that uh, you know you're you're not going to be able to play guys 40 plus minutes and not expect them to get winded you know yeah that's why it's nice sure. to have home court advantage isn't it yep yeah yep. so you look at the nuggets overall yep. they are eighth in points per game they are uh eighth in opposing points per game seventh overall in offensive rating 12th in overall defensive rating and sixth in net rating in the nba obviously they are led by Nikola Jokic, who get ready, Suns fans, because you're gonna hate this guy. This guy. I mean, I, I I've watched plenty of this series. I actually love Jokic. I, yeah, I, I don't hate him at all. I, 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 I don't love, hate him at all. But you're gonna hate the way that he <laughs> he he's an off arm guy. He is. he is a guy who pushes off with his off arm. He's the whole phony time. baloney. Yes. He's a phony baloney. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna generate a lot of free throw attempts for him. Uh, Matthew and I know from experience. I I feel like every time the Denver Nuggets have come to town in the past like five years, we've been at the game. Uh, you know, thankfully, again, we don't have to play against Jamal Murray because he is a Suns killer. It was the high screen roll with him and Nikola Jokic in the last three minutes of a game is fucking deadly. And the Suns don't have to deal with that, but you still they, have to go ahead. Are, are they playing Monday or Tuesday? I don't know. Monday. When is the first Monday? Game? 7 p.m. is what I Monday. Saw. So nice. so Chris Paul is going to get three full days of rest. Well, to play Thank goodness. So um, that's going to be valuable. Uh, and that's that's probably the one person we're not talking about enough. Chris Paul, there is no matchup for Chris Paul with, with the Nuggets. There isn't. So if Chris Paul comes out and plays like Chris Paul, that could be the difference maker right there. Yeah, we kind of just forgot about him, right? That was kind of weird. Well, <laughs> it's kind of easy to forget about him considering he was kind of largely gone in this entire series. Yeah. You know, he Which gave us spot minutes. But, man, when you just see what, what he provides when, he, when he's actually on and when his arm is feeling decent enough just to throw up something – He's just such a difference maker. Just so awesome. Yeah, two two things. Amazing. That makes when you when you think about the injury and and how little in in totality in these six games he was able to give the Suns. 
it, it makes this win that much more impressive. I also think it, it it teaches the Suns a valuable lesson, though. They saw how important Chris Paul uh, is to them overall, and and with the reports today that oh he's gonna he's gonna opt out of that forty four million. I think you learned the lesson that you back up the Brinks truck and you give him whatever he's looking for in those in those three years because he's such a big part uh, of of what you do moving forward. So I think that, I think there was a benefit to the injury and you got the benefit of it didn't cost you the series, so everything's good. Okay. I disagree, but okay. Well, you're a moron. So. <laughs> you know what's funny Thanks, is moron cool. is a word that I haven't heard a lot of lately. And for the past week, I've heard a lot of people use it. I love that moron is making a comeback because it really is a good, like idiot, idiot, idiot is too far sometimes. And there's other words you can use like dumbass and dipshit. Moron is like, a, it's a really good one. It's I, mean, I, I, just, I just don't want to pay. Uh, I, just, I just don't want to play CP three sixty six million player, dollars coach? in the last two yeah. years of his contract when he's you know, thirty six, thirty seven. You know, I just, you know, a hundred mil player coach. With the, you That's know what, what guys? This is off season talk. Okay, these are going to be great. It podcasts. Is, yeah, it is. I don't know okay. why Espo brought that bad juju up. And I the don't first know. Man, it was a, it was a story Jeez, today. I understand why I did. I told him to. Yeah, Matthew. Matthew's already talking about next season. Yeah, these two are in coots. Cahoots together. <laughs> yeah. they're just, they're they're just they're I'm right focusing there. on next season. Cahoots. Let's get the championship. I can't wait till we all get together, get in a fist fight each other like last I time. Can't wait. That's yeah. going to be really fun. Like it's going to be like Anchorman. Time. Like, como yeah. estas, bitches? Cahoots, <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you. That escalated quickly. So, yeah, Monday night is when we when we play our first game against those Denver nuggets uh you know it's 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 interesting because you look at the way that the path to the playoffs and to a, a, an eventual phoenix suns championship has developed and when we heard that it was the lakers frustration probably set in i know i had frustration that it was the lakers but you know what we didn't do anything that we shouldn't have done that is to say we didn't try to tank games yeah. We didn't try to set up a matchup in the first round like the Lakers and the and you know did, and now they're kind of play, paying that wrath. And I'm really excited Clippers. to see that game six. The or, or I'm sorry, the Clippers. The Clippers did because yeah. they have to play a game six uh, against the in uh, Dallas, in Dallas yeah. against the Nug and against the Mavericks. Mavericks. Um, sorry, I, Dave. Like, I love you, Dave. You're like finishing my sandwiches. The Mavericks are Dallas. Okay. The Clippers are LA. You know what I don't like about Dallas is the fact that Dallas backwards is salad with two L's. Don't like that. <laughs> but the the again Jesus. going back to the Suns. The Suns have done everything the right way this season. Yes, they they really have. They've done it the right way. Holistically as a franchise, holistically as a team on the court, and the way that they've approached every game. You know how many times. It, when the when the season began, we're like, oh, CP3, he's only he's going to have to play seventy five percent of the season if we're going to need him in the playoffs, and that's not the mentality of this team. This team has the potential to really do something special. Getting through the Lakers is something that, like, it opens up. In my opinion, I'm not afraid of Denver. Maybe I should be, but I'm not nearly as afraid of Denver <laughs> as I was the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, Start the other teams on the other side. Live. What's that? <laughs> yeah, I'm having put a your words together. MT. <laughs> 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 no, I'm having a. I, I was drinking during the game. I'm not gonna lie. So if there's it's, all, spelling, it's hot in his house too, and he's drinking. Yeah, very dehydrated. my AC went out like literally in the first quarter. 
Well, fucking AC it. went out. Yes. Now so, your AC has to go out in every closeout game. No. <laughs> yes. Tomorrow is my wife's He's birthday. Just and instead, of, instead of taking her to a nice dinner, I'd be like, honey, we have to buy a new AC. Happy birthday. So money off at the beginning of every closeout game from now on. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Dude. great in the finals when it's July here in Phoenix. Yeah. Little- <laughs> uh, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to go watch the game with Dave and I'm going to turn his AC off and that close out game no no that's not the, that's not what happened that's not the rule you should show up and just turn off his electricity and then walk in see what happens all right never mind awkward for me and him cut the lines but, but tell me you guys you know as, as we have slayed the lakers dragon as as laker nation is looking at themselves and probably asking themselves is lebron really one of ours because he's never really won anything in front of us. He did in a bubble in Orlando last year, but he's never really won anything in front of us. As the Suns have slayed that dragon, do you feel like the the path to a championship has opened up? Well, I, I think think LeBron. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think you give Lakers fans too much credit. They're they're looking for their Clippers jerseys in their closet right now, <laughs> and trying to figure out who they're rooting for the rest of the way. They're yeah, not thinking about true. LeBron right now. No, two, they all all of a sudden they're all Nets fans right now. Two thirds of them in Phoenix just put on their Devin Booker jerseys, like yeah, I'm saying Suns and Six the whole time. <laughs> so it's, uh, you don't have to worry about that. But look, let's not let's not jinx anything. There's there's no magical path. You still have to play the Denver Nuggets, who were in the Western Conference Finals last year, and you're going to have to face either the Clippers. The the Jazz who the Clippers who are have two superstars the Jazz who are the number one seat or we're gonna you're gonna have to deal with Luca if you uh, one of those three in the Western Conference Finals so this is no easy path this isn't the Eastern Conference yeah. where things magically opened up uh, you know and and you're likely gonna have the Nets or Bucks waiting for whoever makes it out of the West like there's no easy path this I, is hard work. I feel like everybody's un, uh, overestimating the impact of LeBron and AD and underestimating the impact that Rajon Rondo and a couple other guys had last year on that championship team. Like True. they've provided stability and this team didn't have stability whatsoever. And, and so I, when I look at the Lakers this year, I was like, sure, they're going to be good. If, if LeBron and AD were healthy, they would have been very good. However, I don't think their path back to the NBA Finals would have just been a breeze either. I think they're going six or seven games in a, in every series because they have a tough task. That didn't happen, but you still have some quality, quality teams out there that are just like us, that are just like us. They're chomping at the bit. Utah's been chomping at the bit to get to the Finals for three straight years, and they keep coming up short. The Denver Nuggets, same thing. Like We have a lot of thirst out there for this title and we can't just assume that now that we defeated this limp ass Lakers team, that all of a sudden we have the the easiest path to the finals ever. Because that, that ain't the we truth. don't. But I do feel good about it. Hey, you you play the MVP, the likely MVP in the next round. Don't forget that. Don't with don't without his number two player. I don't yeah. know. MPJ's doing a great job filling in that 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 role. He well, is, and he, what's you know what's really nice though is. Having Devin Booker on this team, because usually the teams I root for in a game like this where it's so meaningful, the best player on my teams always comes out and just lays a fucking egg. Booker came out right away. You know what I mean? Like tonight, like I've never seen this before in a team that I've like, that I know Steve Dash, but just just coming out here like I'm going to win this fucking game. And the defense that he played, even against LeBron, 
the whole team. I just, I've never seen this before in a team. So yes, I'm very comfortable with them and I favor them to go to the championship, but it is going to be very, very difficult. And I, of course it is, but I just, I've never seen a team like this of mine ever play this way. It's, it's miraculous. Everything you want is on the other side of hard. I mean, we've heard it, we've said it and champions adjust. And I saw that in this series, the confidence I have in this team is, you know, tripled, after winning this game tonight, it truly has because they've shown that they can adjust. They've adjusted to the numerous different looks. At, I mean, this was a team that clearly, 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 clearly out, outsized the Phoenix. Yeah. Fans. The Lakers. I mean, we shouldn't have had any business inside the lane and we still dominated them. We truly did four games to two and the two games that we lost, you know, one of the games, if we had hit a couple shots in the second quarter, we probably would have won game two as well. So I'm not cocky. I'm confident in this team right now. That's where I'm sitting right now. I'm, I, I've watched this team all year. I've never seen a Phoenix Suns team like this. That's a fact. They play I defense. That, I think that's interesting that you say that. I don't know how everybody else feels about that, but I kind of feel the same way I do before the series even started. Um, just and, and basically because we didn't get the full Lakers experience, right? And that's what I, I don't know why. Like right now I'm like – I'm more like they took care of business and they should have taken care of business right now. In games one, two, three, and four, it was a little bit different because they had their guys and and it was competitive, right? But this time, you know, we took care of business. We kicked the shit out of them. We should have kicked the shit out of them. And um, I'm happy. I'm ready to see how they perform against the Denver Nuggets. I think they can perform against the Denver Nuggets. I expect them to win the series. But I think it's going to be a remarkably different series than it was these last six games. I am no, glad – Go ahead, I was just to say, I'm glad I'm not uh, Saul's kids or or his wife. Hey, you just graduated, but you were supposed to do that. Now get your ass into college. You know and, that, that that's what my dad said basically, to me when I when basically. I graduated basic training. Good job graduating like, high school. Now get your ass to college. <laughs> you graduated college. Now get your ass a job. Welcome to the real world. It sucks. That's uh, this life under Saul Bookman. There, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same, but I feel more confident in how I feel. Like after after a playoff round where they proved it, that they did what I thought they would do. Now I feel more confident that they're going to keep doing it because there is always that worry when they got into the playoffs that they would forget how to play basketball. There was always that worry when they got punched in the mouth by the Lakers that they would fall down. A little bit of me was worried about some of that, and now I don't have to worry about that. I thought I thought that was really. Really nice to see that the Suns played exactly like we thought they were going to in that first round. Now I feel like they can do that every round. Uh, R in the chat says the face of Saul is the face of a man not used to happiness. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I feel, man? <laughs> every time and he doesn't speaks. break the face there either. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Parting thoughts, gentlemen. Parting thoughts. I just game had mine earlier. Game one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy I'm happy for Devin Booker and Da to be able to shield off a lot of these critics, especially the ones that saw what were watching Devin Booker from afar, especially in the in all the losing seasons that were going on here. I'm happy for him. I'm happy the way he performed these last two games and really just stomped the crap out of the Lakers and and put them out of their misery, especially LeBron and Da. You know the the whole banter about Da is which Da is going to show up on what night and all this stuff. He showed up this series, and he did what his team needed to every single night, even tonight. His team didn't need much from him, and that's about what he gave. He you know, he got the rebounds, and that was about it. That's all he needed to do. He didn't need to be a superstar on offense. 
Um, he held it down on the defensive side like he has been this basically this entire season, and uh, I'm, I'm happy for those two. And I'm just so happy that we can stop talking about playoff experience because, uh, yeah, that shit didn't matter. Yeah. Hey, let's get back to business. I mean, I don't disagree with Saul on that mindset. You got four more games to win in, in this series, in this next series. Go do it. Go handle your business. Go out there and play your game because what the Suns proved all year and proved against against the Lakers is when they play their brand of basketball, they're as good as anybody in the NBA, if not better. So go out there, play Suns basketball, get another series win. Let's just keep this rolling because this is a Suns town and we remembered it over the last two weeks. And they're all going to say, too, that they can't do it until they actually do it. This whole playoff series, all these rounds into the championship, they're all going to say the Suns can't do it until they actually do it. So that's the best part of it. Dave, any last words? Uh, my last words are let's let's get to that Nuggets game. Now I need a weekend just to decompress. I hope the Suns can decompress <laughs> a little bit and get fired back up because right now I feel like, God, can't we have like a week off, please? But really, uh, Monday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. Monday's going to come quick, but it's a good thing it is only it is Monday and not Sunday. You know, that gives Chris Paul a little bit more chance to recover from that shoulder. I, it, I don't know if you guys noticed, but DA got another stinger tonight. Yeah. He was holding his yeah. arm. That was a cheap loosely. shot by LeBron. That was. Cheap, there was a lot of cheap shots. Yeah, that was really bad. A lot of cheap shots this series. Yeah, they, we should they, all they, go. They, uh, the Lakers ringing. went through a whole period where they were just flopping on every single play, trying to get calls. and screaming. Luckily, the the refs weren't weren't falling for it. So, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to Monday. Uh, let's decompress a little bit and then get back and and talk about uh, winning game one again. So what Dave is saying is there will not be a sun solar panel on Saturday morning. Oh, I I'll, promise you that. I'll, I'll do it by myself if you guys don't want to do it. We got Nuggets bas- basketball to dissect. You're going to so look at the roster out. between now and then, yeah. Yeah, you guys got to uh, get I, it. I, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. I don't know if I can. Or not. <laughs> like, I'm not here. Right you guys can do it, but I'm out. I'm not committing. I'm, I'm out. Committing. I might be there. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, you know, my, I guess my parting words are just to all of my Laker fans who are work. I can't wait to see you when I go back to work tomorrow because I'm just going to say hi because you know that I know that you know. And that's what matters. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, this has been a stressful series. I'm glad that it's over and I'm excited for what lies ahead. You know, there's something special happening in Phoenix right now. When the Suns are in the playoffs and when these runs begin, we've been through it before. Most of us, not Matthew. But most of us have been through it before, and it's it's electric. It's something that excites you, going to the games, being around the arena, uh, watching at home, going to a bar, wherever you watch these games, whether you're in Phoenix or you're a Phoenix fan worldwide, there's something special that's going on here in Phoenix right now. Step one is defeat the Lakers. Mission accomplished. Hashtag beat LA. It's over. On to Denver, on to Monday. Uh, we'll see you live right after that game as we do after every game. Uh, this is a reminder for everybody who is watching along live. Please subscribe on the YouTube channel and smash the like button while you're here. You can become an elite jamster or a flaming baller by clicking the join button or following the link in the description. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review via the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network. That's where you're going to get all of your favorite Phoenix Suns content. You can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read it here on the pod. And you can enter Suns Jam at... Check out for your online orders for one five fifteen percent off your purchase. That's right. Let them know the Suns Jam session guy sent you. Again, the promo code Suns Jam. 
I'm done reading promos. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my. Did you do Manscaped? Fab, Fabio, yeah. Fabio in the chat says Espo is the LeBron of the solar panel, carrying the teammates on his shoulders. Yeah. Does that mean he's also quitting with five minutes left to go or what? No, he hasn't no, spoken. Only, only in the bedroom. Only left. in the bedroom. All right. Only in the bedroom. Oh. Uh, oh. And your, wife, your wife is taking L's tonight. What did she do to you in Houston? Man. Marrying me was the biggest L she ever took. So. And, and she did it of her own free will. So, by the way, if we're if we're just uh, dropping uh, discounts on the table, do it, do uh, it. You know, let's play who's bigger. We head over to manscape.com, use the code Flaming Ballers, save twenty percent, and uh, and you won't get an L in the bedroom when it comes to the misses. You you guys will uh, will stay in there for those final five minutes. So that's uh, code Flaming Ballers, twenty uh, percent off, free shipping. Manscape.com. Fantastic. You can follow the show at Suns Jam. You can follow the show at Sun Solar Panel. You can follow me at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew. I want an L. Just one he L. Wants an L. Just one L. Uh, at Matthew Lissy. You can follow Espo. At Espo. You can follow Saul. At Saul underscore Bookman. And I know Matthew follows Dave. <laughs> you can follow <laughs> Dave at Dave King NBA. All right. On that note, Matthew, got anything else to say? No. I mean, if you guys want to join me at the spa this weekend to relax, I got one ticket. Any takers? I'm good. I'm good. Keep your tickets. Can we use it? A ticket. <laughs> Who the hell needs a ticket what? to get to a spa? Let's. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't even. I've never been to a spa. So I don't know what. <laughs> get in. I'm like, what? I got this on Ticketmaster. Does this work? <laughs> you know, Matthew, I set you up for your finishing line, and you just totally oh, went oh, fucking everyone, sideways on me. Everyone, go home and uh, love your family. And on that note, uh, happy birthday <laughs> to my beautiful wife, Shannon. And I'm so sorry our AC is out, and we'll deal with that shit yeah. tomorrow. Do better, and, John. And for the last time, you're going to hear this oh. song from Zane Zor. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Come on, let me hear you say. B-L-A. Let me hear you say. B-L-A.